Ah, uh, welcome boys and girls. I said ghouls. No, I'm not going to do that. Hey, it's uh, the Halloween episode of the podcast. Fun Halloween stuff. We talk sexy costumes with Maria. We visit the House of Hoarders. A Halloween yes or BS with the mayor. Halloween foodie roundup. I'll do my own Halloween survey. Thank you. It's all good. Lots of Halloween fun. This week from the cabin of Crapper Creek. Save me the uh, save me the peanut butter cups. You can have the candy corn and the Necco wafers. I'm good. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Happy Halloween weekend. Johnny is a Jedi, Tommy is mummified, looking for some candy, modus operandi. Susie's looking real neat, dressed up in a white sheet. Willie is buckwheat, all be yelling trick or treat. Here come the kids, guess who they is? Here comes Jeff collecting for UNICEF. Walking around the neighborhood, can't a flashlight, cause mama is uptight. Give them all a big fright, dress up like a zombie on Halloween night. That's the Halloween weekend show from the cabin of Crapper Creek, which is scary all year. Monsters, monsters, cowboys, unicorns, vampires, umpires, a whole Vienna boys choir. Van Gogh, Warhol, Ren Wire, watch out for cars. Walk 11 miles just to get a couple candy bars. Here comes a kid, dressed like a squid. Better like the jack o' lantern before they make a U-turn. Dressed like OJ, kill you for a Milky Way. You'd be very wise to stock up on the fun size. Trick or treat, know what I mean? It's Halloween. Thank you, Bob. Hey, welcome. Yes, the Halloween show. Getting ready for the weekend. Now, Marie and I have been watching a scary movie every night all month long. Found some good ones. Some of our favorites. I found a list of really cool facts about your favorite Halloween movies. For instance, in The Blob, it's based on a supposedly real incident. Happened in 1950 in Philly. Cops came across a purple jelly-like mass that they saw fall from the sky, then it vanished. Even the FBI were involved in a press conference that was held. Did you know that? Wes Craven did not like the ending of A Nightmare on Elm Street. He wanted it to end with Nancy killing Freddy, but the studio wanted, uh, you know, that wouldn't have worked. They had sequels upon sequels. But they killed Mike Myers and Freddy all the time and never stopped them from making sequels. The Shark in Jaws... Did you know it doesn't appear in full until an hour, 21 minutes into the movie? That's because the mechanical shark was that was built rarely worked right while filming. So the scenes with the shark were very limited. Uh, the iconic Buffalo Bill dance in The Silence of the Lambs, not originally in the script. Even though it was in the book, Ted Levine, who played Buffalo Bill, insisted on including it to help explain the character. Steven Spielberg was convinced that his DVD copy of Paranormal Activity was haunted because his bedroom door locked by itself. You know that scene in Carrie where she, uh, Carrie's hand erupts from the grave? That's actually Sissy SpaceX's hand. She was adamant about doing her own handwork, so they buried her underground for that scene. Psycho is the first American film to show a toilet on screen and the first where you can hear it flushing. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, get this, allegedly typed out all 500 of the all work and no play makes Jack a Dole Boy pages for The Shining. Typed it out. He could have done one and made prints. Nope. 
typed them out. And finally, The Exorcist was the first horror movie to be nominated for Best Picture in 1974. Scary fun, folks. There you go. Right now, I'm getting hungry. I know Halloween's coming. It's all about the candy. So let's do a special Halloween foodie roundup. Yeah! Here we go. Couple of Halloween uh, foodie roundup items. Heinz is selling tomato blood costume kits for Halloween. Comes with a 20-ounce bottle of Heinz ketchup. Except the label says tomato blood. You also get a makeup palette, brushes, makeup sponge, eyedropper, fake tattoos, all that. You can score for 20 bucks. So that you can have every dog in the neighborhood chasing you. Alright, what's the difference? You're gonna, are you going to hand out the good stuff or the cheap stuff? Halloween coming. Candy experts are asked about the difference between cheap candy and good candy. The packaging, the production process, brand partnerships and marketing. But ultimately, according to one expert, sugar is sugar. And things like gummy bears and jelly beans are made up almost entirely of sugar. So keep that into mind. So what are the best Halloween candies? Favorites among, according to kids, we all know our favorite. Number 10, Twix. Nine, Peanut M&M's, Reese's Pieces, Hershey's Kisses, believe it or not, in the top 10, which is weird. Gummy Bears, Kit Kat, Hershey Bar, Milky Way, M&M's, number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Snickers, Starburst, Skittles, Crunch Bars, Jolly Ranchers, and Nerds also made the top 20. Have you tried the little nerd bites with the rope? It's like crack. It's so good. Yeah! The worst candies for your teeth, though, according to dentists, gummies, anything gummy, caramel candy, Starburst, lollipops, and uh, pixie sticks or Wonka Fun Dip that are just pure sugar. So who's better at pumpkin and at carving? Well, men think they're better than women at pumpkin carving. I don't know, we think, because usually we get stuck with the chore, the task. Women, everybody's good, stop. And finally... When it comes to the candy itself. Remember, uh, the average parent steals five pieces of candy. Just five? No, house gets 20% or first pick. The average parent will drive about 4.3 miles. And remember, if you have kids coming to your house that aren't in costume, keep a separate bowl of candy that's already licked. So that's okay, kids. Would you like a Jolly Rancher or a Werther's? This is the X-Rock Morning Show. <laughs> this Halloween, don't go to some ordinary house of horrors. Go to the scariest place on Earth, the House of Hoarders. There's stuff piled up behind the door! I can't get in! I can't get in! Ah, ah. Ew! I just stepped on a dead cat! You'll be buried alive as you meander through messy room after messier room at the one and only House of Order. This is the best haunted house ever! My favorite was the bedroom with all the pizza boxes, car parts, and microwave ovens in it. Oh, and we both love the animal feces everywhere. Oh, right, the animal feces. That was the best. This Halloween, dare to enter the two square feet of terror that is the House of Order!
Dracula. I bid you welcome. You're a vampire, Michael. Oh, you eat your mom finds out, buddy. Contrary to some beliefs, the vampire, like any other night creature, can move about by day. Lunchtime's almost over. Should we drink some more blood? Yeah! <laughs> and now, welcome to the Halloween special. Guaranteed not to suck. Oh. As much. The body of Christ compels The body of Christ compels I'm glad he threw in that part. Did you know there's a list of cool horror film locations you can visit? The original cemetery from the original Night of the Living Dead in Evans City, Pennsylvania. How cool would that be? How about the steps that Father Damien Karras falls down in The Exorcist? Those are in Washington, D.C. People take pictures there all the time. The gas station from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's in Bastrop, Texas. The original Myers House from the original Halloween, South Pasadena, California. Oak Valley Plantation, where Brad Pitt's character lived in Interview with a Vampire. Vicaria, Louisiana. Crystal Lake Diner from Friday the 13th. It's actually called Blairstown Diner in Blairstown, New Jersey. How about Dr. Frankenfurter's Castle from Rocky Horror? It's a hotel now, and it's called Oakley Court in Windsor in the United uh, Kingdom. I don't, I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at. The Dakota Apartment Building from Rosemary's Baby. By the way, it's in New York. It's also the same place where John Lennon lived and was shot in front of. And the movie is called The Bramford, so that's, kind of, that's got an actual creep factor to it. Uh, the forest from the Blair Witch Project, which all of our forest looks like in September, right? It's gray and it's nasty and it's weird. Yeah, that's actually in Seneca Creek State Park in Gaithersburg, Maryland. The schoolhouse from the birds, that's in Bodega, California. You know, it doesn't say anything about the hotel from The Shining. Now, the house from Psycho, you can see on the uh, Universal Studios tour. It's, it's not that scary, though, because, you know. From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Halloween fun this week, and I've got some tips now. Uh, remember, here's the thing, and I think I've told you this. Certain rules for Halloween. I've got rules, and I'll be sharing them with you. Here it is. If you've got young kids, remember, you give them the choice. House gets 20%. That's you. Or first pick of the candy. Let them decide. Because, you know, if you get first pick, they ain't getting any peanut butter cups or any of the good stuff. They're going to be stuck with Bitto Honey and Necco wafers. This is one of my little tips. But here's my uh, Glenner surprisingly honest Halloween survey. 84% of trick-or-treaters would rather eat raw goat testicles than Whoppers. I did this on my own. I found 75% of your friends really think you should skip the hideous monster, monster costume and just go as yourself. Just 43% of people mistake that plastic skeleton decoration for Celine Dion in your yard. 54% of trick-or-treaters who find razor blades in their Snickers are little brats who probably deserve it. Oh, here's one, and I found this one to be true. 62% of guys with man buns accidentally give trick-or-treaters their edibles. 
38% of party goers will wind up with oral herpes after bobbing for apples. And by the way, only 6% of adults who say, oh, what an adorable little princess, actually think your kid is adorable. 82% of adults who answer the door in costume are probably sad, lonely weirdos who really should be kept away from your children. And finally, did you know 0% of trick-or-treaters think your I'm-a-goner tombstone is clever? Nobody thinks it's clever, Dad. This is the X-Rock Morning Show. (laughs) 95.9 X-Rock Radio. And every every year for the uh, Halloween show, I have to play that. It's my favorite Halloween song by a 80s new wave group called Bauhaus. They were really the uh, the ones that brought on the whole emo, goth, as far as new wave punk went. And I thought that would be a perfect time to bring in Mr. Mayor, Jim Atherley. Hello, Jim. Bow in the house. Bow's in the house. I was trying to be clever, and it did work. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I've heard, I've had, I've heard worse from you. <laughs> yeah, you have. That's for sure. All right. All As right. you know, we bring in the mayor every, uh, and this song goes on forever. So we're not going to play the whole thing anyway. <laughs> but it's so good. It's called Bella Lugosi's Dead. So yeah, and we have to play it. I watched my favorite Halloween movie, which, which really is Ed Wood. You know, I love that movie and. It's not really a Halloween movie, but it's no, got a it's lot not of at all. In fact, that's your favorite Halloween movie. That's a horrible <laughs> selection. Wow. <laughs> well, let me let me. I'll say it's one of my favorite Halloween movies. How about that? It's not okay. my favorite. All right, all right. Well, all right. Way to save it. Way to way to please the masses I with sure your did. generic <laughs> <laughs> response. <laughs> oh, politicians! How I love thee. Here we go. Yeah. All, right, all right, it's time for yes or BS. So we do have to do the. And now it's time for Yes 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 Or BS Don't get me back Too good, good boy Of course Yes or BS It's got to be a Halloween version So you know that Of course So here you go In a survey last year 15% of Americans say They've definitely seen a ghost before Yes or BS 15% (laughs) 15, you know what? I got to think it's higher. I'll say that's BS. Uh, no. You lose. No, in fact, um, it is 15% and another 17% say they've possibly seen one. They were just drunk. That's stupid. (laughs) They were just drinking too much. Okay, here's your next one. All right. The highest grossing horror film of all time, believe it or not, was the first Saw movie. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good one. Um, It was The Exorcist for many years. Uh, Halloween, the first thought. You know, I don't know for a fact. I've got a 50-50. I'll say BS again. You're right. You got that one. Oh, my God. I won. Uh, believe it or not, Box Office Mojo says it was the remake of It from 2017. 
Brought oh, in, interesting. Yeah. Number oh, one, okay. it's $700 million. Holy Toledo. The original sub only brought in about $100 million, So Quite a bit different. Yeah. Yes or BS? Halloween version with the mayor. <laughs> yes. And Bauhaus, of course. And <laughs> just letting it play. All right, here's your next question. All right. There are approximately 40,000 different species of spiders in the world. 40,000. Oh, there's, there's more than that. That's the yes, there's more. No. Oh, okay. There's about 40,000 in the world, and about 3,400 of them is all live in North America, so very few. Ugh, I hate spiders. I hate, hate spiders, them. too. Oh. Ah. Not a spider guy at all. Hanging with the mayor playing our yes or BS Halloween version. Here's your next one. According to the American Forest and Paper Association... 180,000 rolls of toilet paper are used for pranks every Halloween. 180,000 rolls. I don't think we would include last year this because it's kind of. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think toilet papering houses was still a thing anymore. I had no idea. I'll say that's a yes. No, it's BS. <laughs> the fact that we made that up. As far as we can tell, no one keeps track of how many rolls are used for toilet paper pranks. So. That was a great. You, you read that with such you know determination. I felt it was real. That's how I roll, Mr. Mayor. You do. You, you fooled me, man. I've got one more for you for our Halloween right. yes or BS. I'm ready. If you have an irrational fear of Halloween. It's called gratiarophobia. Gratiarophobia. Well, I'm sure there's a phobia against, you know, not light. There's a phobia for everything, but I I can't imagine that. I'm going to say BF. You're right. (laughs) Uh, Believe it or not, you you are correct. There is a phobia for everything, but gratierophobia, that's a fear of Thanksgiving. That's an actual thing. Gratitude. Thanks. That's where it came from. Probably. The uh, irrational fear of Halloween is is called uh, somanophobia. 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 There you go. And that's why we bring them in right there. So I think you got three out of five. That's not too shabby. That's not. It's, I've had better days, but that's okay. That's a C minus, D plus. <laughs> hey, like Rodney Dangerfield always said, ABC, you're in the top three. That's right. Or <laughs> as my dad always said, the world is run by C students, so that's good enough. <laughs> that's exactly. Right. And apparently, so is the city of Fairbanks. Yeah, and so is the, and so is the radio stations. <laughs> and the radio. Look at this. It's, that's the one and only Jim Matherly helping us out. The mayor of Fairbanks. Uh, and let's go. Let's do this together one more time because I know you get the calls that I do, and we both said it on Facebook. 
Trick-or-treating is Sunday evening. Stop it, everybody. That's right. 31st is always on the 31st. It's Sunday night. Have fun. And we always get a bunch of Karens that call us up saying, why aren't they doing it on the weekend? I don't know, because we've never done that, maybe. (laughs) Exactly right. I mean, unless it falls on it, but yeah. I don't care if it's a Wednesday. I head out there any day that Halloween was. Didn't matter to me. Well, you know, because uh, they make it sound like we're all out till midnight on Halloween or something. That's not what we do. No, we don't roll. We got to get back quick with all the candy, man. Come on. Who's out till midnight? That's right. Remember, parents, house gets 20%. That's the law. Hey, thank you, uh, Mayor. Have a great Halloween out there. Lots going on in town. Enjoy it. Be safe. Yeah, you be safe too, Glenn. Thanks. Mm -hmm. In Halloween traditions, we should bring in Mr. Knowledge, find out exactly where they came from. Come on in, buddy. Let's do this. Mr. K, come on in. The door's open, man. There we go. Thank you, Brad. It's I'm Glenner. happy to help you because I'm Mr. Right. Knowledge, and I know everything. All right, Mr. K, we heard that Halloween started from the ancient Celtics. Is this true? Or Actually, it- Jimmy, basketball wasn't invented until the 20th century. Um, What about trick-or-treating, then? Do you have the- Oh, that's an easy one, Bart. Glenner. In the days of King Arthur, when the magician Merlin would put a move on Lady Guinevere, he would would proclaim, if you'll do the trick, I'll provide the treat. I don't think that's right. All right, tell us, why don't we carve pumpkins? Ever try carving a raisin? What? Besides, they've outlawed baby seals. What the hell? That's ridiculous. All right, handing out free candy. Can you at least tell us where that came from? Well, Skeeter, we don't really know its origins, but we're pretty sure it didn't start in Russia. Oh, my God, what a waste of time. Thanks anyway, though. No problem, Uh Corky. It was my pleasure. Because I'm Mr. Knowledge. Right. And I know know everything. everything. From the farthest North Rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I love doing stand-up comedy, and we love talking with comics. Next week, comedian Jeff Dye will be on the podcast. But right now, how about some Halloween-related stand-up comedy? And this one is actually from me, taken a couple years ago on stage. It's my take on Halloween in Alaska. Uh, It's like, kind of like a mob hit. You just pull up and go, 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 get out of the car. 
check it, make sure it's safe. Here we do this and we spread it out, but just so it'll thaw. Remember chunk down on a bit of honey at 20 below? kids were young was in our first, it was our first home in an actual neighborhood. We grew up out of town, like, and I, so we, we were ill-prepared for the onslaught at the door that Halloween. I think we had our bowl of candy. We're ready for him. And the first one show up, we thought, oh, well, this will be fun. We'll watch a scary movie and hand out candy. So we start the movies like, bing, bong, oh, okay, kids with candy. All right, we'll go down and sit down. Bing, bong, okay, we got to So the first kids that come to the door, this is back away, so like Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, harmless, right on. I might just scoop and candy, right? Just big scoops. Look at you, aren't you adorable? I was like Sally Fields on one of those old UNICEF commercials. All the big belly Ethiopian kids. Everybody eats tonight. Everybody eats. And then they just keep coming at the door. slim, we're starting to panic, sweat a little bit, it's like, alright, section of Tootsie Roll for you, section of Tootsie Roll for you, pretty soon we're like, panic, we're out of candy, you know, what do you do, we're like, oh my god, oh, here's some emery boards, uh, uh, some, uh, some spices, here's some cigarettes, <laughs> whatever we got, and then, you know, then the worst, Worst case scenario, run out of candy, right? Again, you don't answer the door, tell them you ran out of candy, because then they can lob the eggs up next to the other eggs from the little shits that already hit your house. So instead, rule one, blow out the pump, no vacancy. That doesn't work. Rule two, don't tell me you haven't done it. You hide. You hide in your own damn house. It's like Saturday morning and the, and the Seventh-day Adventist boys are at your door. Shh! Helen, they'll see ya! Roll! Because you know those nice boys on Saturday morning. God, you love them. They're just doing the Lord's work. They're suit and ties. Now he's parked at the end of your street. Looks like an FBI stakeout. And you see him walking from door to door, kind of gives you time to come up with an alibi. You know what? Oh, no, they're so nice. Here's a good thing that works on the Seventh-day Adventist. Do what I do. Just answer the door dressed as Jesus. <laughs> Look on their faces, adorable. They don't know what to say. They go, um... But here's a copy of our book. It's not as good as yours, but it sells pretty well. We'll be in the car. Either that, here's another good method for the folks who come by your house. Just put up the Amway distributor sign. When you're going, I'm a proud distributor of Amway products. Boom. 
that'll work as good as anything. It's like, whoa, you want to you sell me on the Lord? Come on in. I'm going to sell you on products you use in your home every day. Where are you going? And then you get those kids, like I said, they show up way too late, right? Show up like 10 o'clock at night. Some dude looks 40. Facial hair, no costume. Like, bing bong! Open the door. Really, dude? What? What are you even supposed to be? He just looks at you and goes, I'm an out of work cab driver to tell you the truth. <laughs> hey, you got any chicken in there? Is this the house handing out smokes? Now, got to the cabin this morning. Of course, a brown paper wrapper on the front porch with a cassette. Big surprise. Got to be Chance Bertrand. Lives about three cabins down. One of those KFAR listener freaks. He's anti-vax, anti-mask, you name it. Here we go. Let's take a listen to this. Hello. This is Chance Bertrand, scale modeler, conspiracy expert. I recently went on a mission to Walmart to stock up on canned food and ammunition for my survival bunker. And when I walked down the Halloween candy aisle, I discovered something shocking. Someone is trying to control the size of fun through fun-sized candy bars. I launched an immediate investigation to find out who determines that more than two and a quarter inches is too much fun and less is not enough fun. Is it the government? The UN? The Illuminati? The Freemasons? No. The size of fun is being dictated to us by a dangerous trio previously unknown. They're called the Three Musketeers. Well, that's all I know. I can't tell anymore. And yes, I know it sounds nuts, and I can hear your Snickers. But Snickers, they're not involved. This is Chance Bertrand, and this year, I'm giving water purification tablets to the trick-or-treaters. Good idea. If they can find me. (laughs) I gotta go. things up for me in the cabin. That was a fun one, right? Have a happy Halloween. Thanks for chilling with us on our Halloween show. Go out and score some candy. It's all about candy and diabetes this weekend. Good for you. We'll do it again next week with more weirdness. Dr. D will be in. We'll make a big deal about everything. Why not? It's Halloween. Have a good one. See you next week on the podcast from Crapper Creek, Alaska. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.